Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, this is Lainey and welcome to the Lainey Gossip Podcast for Sasha Answer. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm really good. You're really excited right now. <laughs> I've been waiting for days you to do this. You made me just close my eyes. Let's just set it up. Okay, so this is about my period. Oh. Which, as you know, I have a love-hate relationship with. Yes. What's her name again? Marin. Marin. Yeah. And Marin is, I mean, some months Marin is a fucking bloodbath, mm. I, which yes. I've told you. A massacre. And, like, um, seriously. Mm-hmm. And so um, I have, like, bled through like the largest tampon. We've talked about mm-hmm. tampon yes. size. I've bled through the largest tampon in like the shortest shortest amount of time. Like it's almost fallen out of me. Right. That's how like absorbed right. it is. Right. But the other day I was at the drugstore. Mm-hmm. Are you going to give me a tampon or like a, and a I, coupon? No, no. The oh. other day I, I – maybe you know this already. Okay. I doubt it. But I, – because I feel like this is brand new. Okay. The other day I was at the drugstore and Tampax has introduced a new size of tampon. <laughs> What? XXL? It's called Ultra. Oh, please let me show you the Ultra, <laughs> which I'm pulling out of my sleeve. Oh, I've been hiding this God. from you. Okay, I just want you to look at this. It is a let cannon. Me see. It is. No, no, no. Just feel it in oh, the wrapper. My, remember we were talking about girth last week? Yes. This is like a baguette girth it's, of a tampon. It's a fucking, oh I don't gosh. know, guns, but like whatever they measure by barrels, oh it is a barrel. So I wanted to wow. show you, I wanted to do a comparison of, She's bringing out like, I wanted to bring, give you a comparison of, so this is a super, yeah. which is the, before I thought, like, it was super and super plus, which were the biggest, right? Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to open them oh, because I really. Don't, don't ruin a good, I want those after. Oh, okay, fine. Um, feel them. Okay, feel them. <laughs> then I'm going to, but I'm actually going to open them and put them on Instagram, I think, okay. so that people can, can you just feel wow. the comparison? Can you just feel the comparison there's a lot of weight to this ultra is ultra it's ultra it there's a lot of i am trying to tell everyone i can about this new size of tampon okay you're not exaggerating either you are actually impressed no this is uh substantially bigger than the super okay yes can i all open the open it it's it is well like i'm saying it's a fucking barrel it's Oh my god! Wow. Okay, that's actually really ginormous. Well, congratulations. Listen, it is actually um, way bigger, way bigger than a finger. Oh my god, way bigger. It's like a big, like a you know those like fat. I feel like it's a wrestler's finger. Yeah, it feels very like muscular, like the Rock's finger. Yes, yes. (laughs) It feels like one of those big thumbs. Anyway, I made this discovery and I just happened to start my period the day after I discovered this. Oh my gosh, I love when magic it like has that happens. fucking <laughs> changed Marin. Okay. Like I the confidence I have <laughs> in the ultra. Okay. Like I put in the ultra and I'm like nothing is gonna stain. Yeah. It's not gonna get on 
anything. Yeah. I'm good wait. to go for hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is, I can, I'm just going to take a picture because maybe this picture will make your Instagram. Let's see. Oh, oh my God. That's so big. Oh my God. Hold on. It's like <laughs> as big as your face in this picture. That's amazing. Um, anyway, so this episode um, is not being sponsored you by Tampax, Tampax, although it should be. We talk be. about Tampax all the time. That Can someone spread the word? Because at the very least, I want uh, like, a, like a yearly supply of free tampons because A, everyone knows I'm tampon poor. But like we really are quite invested in blood-related <laughs> things. And I feel like our first our – first, um, Supporter and person who gives us money for this podcast should be Tampax. Seriously. Anyway, but this episode wow. was not sponsored by no. Tampax, although it should be. Um, anyway, is- everybody out there, Tampax Ultra. Congratulations. Now now I'm worried because I feel like, should we have kept it a secret to ourselves? No, of course not. You, you have, have to, to spread, share this kind of shit, right? Spread the news. Tampon karma. Yes, of course. Anyway, yeah. Oh my God. It's massive. It is massive. Good okay. for you. Should we begin now mm-hmm. that I have given you some... Period joy? Yes, I love period You're surprised. You'd never heard no, of… I've never heard… And I didn't actually… It's just really bulbous. It's like a very… It's fucking… Like it, I… When I… Anyway, I how was… how much toxic shock syndrome is that going to give you? Does that increase your toxic shock syndrome because it's so much bigger? Didn't read it. Okay. But I don't I, I just have wonder issues. No, it's like it's not more like, like I'm going to leave it in there for my entire period. How long do you, would you leave that in for? Well, I remember my- I was telling you 90 minutes with a super plus once yes. and I was like, it, it slid it out of me. Yeah. Well, I had this one in for four hours and it was, then when I pulled it out, it was only half soaked Oh, on my heaviest day. <laughs> okay. But just in general, just asking for a friend, <laughs> how, how long do you keep them in when you're not? In- Maximum yeah. like eight hours. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Me too. I just didn't know if that was gross or not. Okay, yeah. go on. Um, I don't know. Maybe it is gross, but then the two Eight of us hours. can be gross together. Okay, good. Are we ready? Yes. Oh, before I… Oh, maybe… Like, have we heard from the person who… No. But I did Did hear, you… The big… The no. baguette dick? No. Fuck. No. She did not write back, but I got a couple of emails, one in particular, that said that she dated a guy who had um, a big dong as big as a forearm, and she was like, I swear, I swear that it was so huge, and she said that she had to break up with him because they just weren't a good match, which was the advice I gave, which was like, sometimes they're just not a good match. And she tried to stuff it in and it killed and his dick was just too big for her. So there are, remember you were like, oh, unicorn, what a unicorn uh, story. Yeah. No, there were lots of people a who- A forearm. Emailed. Well, I'm See, sure. I'm sorry, but a forearm is the size of a baguette. You were laughing at me the other day <laughs> right. when I was like, baguette. You're right. So Okay. A baguette dick. Anyway, please, if you're out there listening and you were the original person who sent in that um, um, email, can you just, I just, yeah, can you just email us again? We needed to follow that up. Okay. Ready? Yes. Okay. So here's the first one. I will start out by saying that my relationship with my mom is not the greatest. My dad is my best friend, but my mom and I rarely get along. So the last two years or so, my mom has been really secretive. She has a second cell phone, which she claims is for work, but the one time I saw it, I saw text messages on there from numbers saying, I miss you, I want to talk to you, things like that, which wouldn't occur on a work cell phone. She's always hiding it, which if you only take work calls on it, why would you? Recently, I found out my mom has met people online via a game and has been talking to them. These people are from all over the world. One day, I was on Instagram and saw something she liked come up on my feed, so curious what it was. I clicked on it. Um, and I've attached the picture. 
Should I look at the picture now? Uh, I'm going to save it for okay. the end. Then I went to Instastalk the guy and noticed he had a lot of similar posts on his Instagram. If he would post a selfie, he would be like this, for the love of my life, my mom's name. Oh. It also happens that this guy lives in Africa, so I know my mom doesn't have a physical relationship with him because they are halfway around the world from each other. I texted my mom about it and even sent her a screenshot of what I had seen and she said it's an inside joke and he's engaged with a kid. Yet I have never seen a picture of a female or child on his Insta besides my mom. Anyway, back to the fight. I thought I actually broke through to her. She must have mentioned something to the guy who posted this stuff because shortly after I was done talking to her, I went to look and all the pictures involving her were deleted off his Instagram. Then the other day I woke up and saw a bunch of notifications on my Facebook and the notifications were on pictures, all of which included my mom. And I noticed he had an African name. So I clicked on his Facebook and went on Facebook to stalk him. This guy was different from the last one I saw, but the results were somewhat the same. He's living in Nigeria and he has multiple Facebook posts about her. The thing that made, the thing that made this one different is that on his Facebook page, he had that he was in a relationship with my mom which she must have accepted since otherwise it wouldn't have come up. I also have posted a picture of that. Okay, so obviously these are attachments, which I will look at in a minute. Again, um, this guy can't be in a physical relationship with my mom since he lives across the world, but I think it is really inappropriate, especially since who knows who else has uh, seen this stuff before. I again brought this up to my mom and sent her screenshots, and all she told me was, I'm losing my mind and that she never talks to this guy nor accepted any relationship requests from this guy since she's married. I told her she was full of shit and she obviously knew about it since on Facebook um, for it to show on a profile both parties must accept. To add to the story, she received flowers from someone from Africa, which means she's given out our address to people in Africa, which again, in my opinion, is way, way, way over the top. Like, why would you give your address, especially to someone in a different country, especially Africa? I don't know about the especially Africa part. But okay. Um, let's move on from that. <laughs> she is clearly, in my opinion, having a midlife crisis. She has a bunch of guys all younger than me that she's talking to and in relationships with via social media. Am I being way too over the top or do I have at all the right to end my relationship with her since she's obviously choosing these guys over me? It should also be mentioned that the last five years or so, my dad has been on first shift while my mom on second shift. Her Facebook is super hidden. I can't even see her friends unless we are mutual friends. Her relationship status is hidden and she doesn't even have her last name listed on her Facebook, only her first and middle name. Okay. Let's see these attachments that she sent. All right. Okay. Give them, let's see. Okay. Hold on. I'm just looking at them because I don't I have to some make things fun. to say. Well, this is some red you'll flags have, here. And this there's is, no name attached to this person. This is polluted with red flags. And when you yeah. see these pictures, yeah, I feel like I'm going to have to, we're going to have to talk about a Dr. Phil episode because this is, I feel like I've seen like numerous Dr. Phil episodes on this. Okay, take a look at this. So the, okay. So the first Instagram is of her mom who is probably in her late 50s sitting on like a weird giant chair. But I, th- re- I would say younger, like late, late. whatever. 40? No, I, maybe so, even like early 40s. But on the Instagram post of her okay. in this giant chair, the guy writes, I love you, baby. Okay. Then okay. scroll down to the next Instagram post, which is a collage of her. Right. A collage of mom with uh, a guy, but they are never together. It's just them like kind of looking at the camera, but like kind of making the same hand gestures maybe. And what does it say? Till, oh, together till infinity, love that will never change. And then 
The Instagram caption is best couple ever on planet earth. I love you. Heart emoji, baby angel, and no woman on this earth can change it. The world is jealous. Um, another emoji. I don't know what that emoji is called. We love each other this much. Okay. Oh, I wish we could post these pictures because it just is like alarm bells, alarm bells, alarm okay. bells. Okay. Um, so there you go. Um, okay. Um, Where does one start with this? I feel bad for our writer because obviously her mother is being catfished. These guys are a lot younger than her. And not to be a total dick, I'm going on instinct here and in my whole 37 years on this planet. This guy, his her mom isn't this guy's type. Is that yeah. fair? Yeah. Like, yeah. they couldn't be more opposite in every way possible. Yeah. Um, and so, like, so many Dr. Phil's have been about this where where this starts to happen and then what ends up happening, like, a couple years or a couple months down the line is they start asking for money. Mm-hmm. And then because mom is so enamored, she starts bankrolling mm-hmm. and starts lending money. And then it becomes fucking cray. And I just feel like I don't even need a crystal ball to see that this is coming. Yeah. And I'm like so scared. Like I'm yeah. laughing because I'm like so uncomfortable about this situation. Yeah. I I agree. There are some other things I want to address mm. here. But in the immediate, I totally agree that I think mom is getting catfished. Yes. And that in the end, there's going to be heartbreak and humiliation. Yes. And I don't know if this means that we're cynical, but I just… 100%, I think that this is a bad situation. Mm-hmm. So I, if I were you, I don't think I would be mad at your mom. No. I would actually be sympathetic and cautious and be on the lookout for when you might have to fucking save her or prevent her from doing anything crazier. Like maybe sit her down um, and watch a season of Dr. Phil. Of Dr. Phil <laughs> yeah. or any, like, catfishing episodes or whatever with her. Because, like, at the same time, I think this – that mom might be just quite naive. I think mom is naive. You're totally right. And also probably going through a mage midlife crisis, you know? Like, she has a husband. She's married. Why the fuck is she sending, like, peace kissy signs to a guy around the world? Like, she's obviously – and she's in denial, right? She's pretending like this doesn't exist, but she's li- living, obviously, this double life. Double life. Virtual, like, online yeah. double life. Yeah. So I think to our, yeah, like, to our writer, as Lainey said, like, I think you do have to be supportive as angry and as frustrated as you are. And granted, you guys don't have a great relationship. I think you need to be sympathetic because I think shit's going to go pretty crazy. If if you start pushing her away, then you then you don't have any grasp of what's going to happen to her next. And she's obviously um, not in the right mind space to, to be making these decisions. And so I think you need to help her. I think you need to support her. But I also think um, that you need to save all these photos and keep documents of this and file them away so that if something, God forbid, like she starts fucking, you know, what's it when you do your mortgage? What's it called? Refinance? Yeah, when you refinance your mortgage (laughs) and it's going to Africa, that you have this sort of Instagram internet paper trail. Yeah, and I also think that I'm – I agree. Like, I think that – I think we're both on the same page about looking out for mom. Mm -hmm. And also, you called it a midlife crisis. I called it, like, loneliness. I mean, Mm -hmm. she mentions that 
dad is on first shift and mom's on second shift. So obviously their schedules, their work schedules are not compatible. Mm -hmm. They're not seeing each other. They've lost connection. And your mother is clearly seeking connection and filling a space in her life through these online relationships. So um, if you are able to, there's a lot of space for sympathy. Mm -hmm. Um, Clearly she must be um, lonely or emotionally seeking something to have been vulnerable like this. Mm -hmm. Of course. Um, So yeah, but Dr. Phil is good. Catfish the show. Is that still on? I don't know. Probably. I mean, there are many or, you know, a documentary about how, what happens to people. Like, you know, be like. The flip side though, two of this is like, and we've talked about this before, you can't make someone do something or feel something, right? So mom is going to have to learn and make some mistakes to figure out that this isn't probably a real relationship or this isn't real love that she's dealing with. No. And probably when she watches Dr. Phil, she's going to say to herself, well, this can never happen to me because when you're in it, you never can yeah. think it happens. But at least she has like an idea of what catfishing is. You're like taking her to school. Yeah. Because yeah. I swear I've seen so many of these Dr. Phil's that are literally cookie cutter. Like it's yeah. exactly the same situation is they start to fall in love with these guys who – and then they do send them stuff and, and it just gets really fucking messy. Um, but I would also say to our writer that it's, it's also important – like especially when you're helping someone or trying to support someone, you also need to um, also remain in like a really healthy space yourself. And so as much as you're wanting to be involved with this, you also need to take a couple of steps back, I think. And I know that that's a hard balance, but you need to find that balance so that you aren't so obsessed with this that you become um, that, that you become unhelpful in a situation. Do you know what I mean? Like you have to, you kind of have to also keep busy with your mm-hmm. own life. Like don't make this your whole fucking entire life. Like well, she's taking it personally. Yeah. Because, you know, I think that at, towards the end, she was like, how could she do this to me? And I don't yeah. think that that's mom's intention. She's not like, let me fucking start weird, a fucking weird relationship, relationship um, yeah. because I want to, like, fuck up my daughter. It's, mo- it's more like, oh, it's about her. Yeah. So this has nothing to do with you, Yeah. first of all. Um, I will say, though, that it's really hard living in this online age when you have naive parents and parents, I mean, I know, I know there are people, probably yours, your mom is like super tech savvy, but there are many, Yasik's parents, my parents, they're like online morons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And how many people, especially at this time of year, are susceptible, uh, like are susceptible to scams? Oh yeah. Like I just heard one on the radio where it's actually a phone call scam. They call up the grandparents and they're like, hey, your grandson needs like all this money to go to, I don't know, whatever, ski camp. Or your grandson was away and got a flat tire and you need to send this money. And the grandparents actually oh God, do so it. Don't. Um, my dad has a virus downloaded onto his computer probably like once a month. Um, oh my gosh, my mom's computer never works because she opens every fucking it, window. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Every link that somebody, like spam emails, whatever. Like it is scary. People are like… They prey on… They prey on the technologically mm-hmm. unsavvy or the socially unsophisticated, let's call yeah. it. And so it is a scary time for even… I mean, for us, who knows? Like we could walk into a scam any day. Oh, of course. Scammers are getting more and more um, sophisticated too. Yeah. So I would, yeah, have some sympathy for mom. But where I do want to go now is to our writer. Um, there was a, 
undertone. You were being racist. Y- yes. <laughs> Say it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I don't know why you had to repeat Africa right, yeah. so many times and then the phrase, especially Africa. Like, would this be better somehow if your mother was getting catfished from France? Yeah. Like, I… Um, yeah, the, the the way that you were saying Africa and how you were bringing up Africa it was reading to both of us as, and Yasik as gross and yeah. racist. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how to help you with that. Uh, I think we did. I think she probably was, you know, typed this out angrily and um, hopefully after hearing that we just called her a racist. Uh, no, you're not a racist, but you definitely were, there were some serious racist undertones in that. And hopefully you will check yourself because, uh, you know. Yes, reader, writer. Um, take note. Take note. Check yourself. Do better. Do better. Know better. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. I grew up in a single mother and only daughter situation. We got a lot of mom and daughter Mm -hmm. shit going on today. My mother is a young soul, and I'm an old one. She would be the first to tell you that in a lot of ways, I raised her. She had a difficult childhood, and although she has grown up a lot over the years, there are still times when she reverts back to a scared, irritable 17-year-old. Our relationship is in a pretty good place right now. The pain of my leaving for college and then grad school finally settled, but there is one thing that has been really turning everything over. She won't go to the doctor. When I was around 10, my then new stepmother pulled some shady shit that ended up making my mother lose her health insurance. Because she was a breast cancer survivor, she had a hard time getting coverage. She's had health insurance for a few years now. When it first happened, I was so relieved. After almost an entire lifetime of being on edge, every time my mother got sick, she could finally go to the doctor. She'd get a checkup. She could go get glasses. She could get a mammogram. But the years have come and gone, and she still hasn't made a single appointment. She's an even better job now than she did when she first got insurance. She works in a doctor's office, a Johns Hopkins doctor's office. Wow. There are 15 doctors in this office. 15. Still no appointment. At this point, I've done everything I can. I've asked her nicely. I've casually reminded her. I've pleaded. I've yelled. She's pushing 65. I know she's scared. Baby boomers seem to have an extra acute fear of aging and death. But preventative care is so, so important, especially for a cancer survivor. The last time I brought it up, we had a huge fight. As soon as I asked her about it, she claimed she was tired and not feeling so well. She doesn't seem to understand why I'm so invested in her seeing a doctor, which baffles me. She gets defensive. She gets petulant. It's like I'm talking to a different person or rather my least favorite version of my mother. I don't know what to do. It's been at least five years since she first got coverage. I'm half tempted to do something drastic, like tell her I won't speak to her until she makes an appointment. But I know that will really, really upset her and I don't want to do that. Any suggestions? Oh, this is tough. Mm. Um, It is tough. Almost quite similar to our last question, which is how do you deal with someone who doesn't want to deal with something? Yeah. And then at what point is it like personal freedom Mm -hmm. versus… And that's a fine line, right? Like… I don't know if this is the best analogy, but let's say that you have somebody who's a smoker 
and they know that they should quit, but you can't ever force somebody to quit smoking. And it's, uh, I, I don't know that if, that you can force someone to go to the doctor. Like, where's the line between personal, like having dominion over oneself Mm -hmm. and making one's own choices? I agree. I mean, the the person who's a smoker knows, like, no smoker in this day and age. I mean, yes, maybe like the teenage smoker who's like 12 or 13 or whatever. But like, let's say for all intents and purposes in North America at this point right now, no smoker is like, yeah, this is good for me or this is not hurting me, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're always going into that knowing I should be doing something else. Of course, she knows Mm -hmm. she should go see the doctor. At this point, she just doesn't want to. So how do you honor somebody's like own autonomy. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And that's, and I think that's what it is. Your mom has earned the right as a 65-year-old woman to have autonomy and to make the decisions that she wants to make. It doesn't mean that they're going to be good decisions. She's clearly not making good decisions by not going to see a doctor. But I mean, I all, my heart goes out for her, goes out to her. And especially what you were saying about the last reader is to create room for sympathy because you have to think about what your mom's going through. She's not not wanting to go to the doctor just because she's being lazy. You know, she's a cancer survivor. She's probably, that probably still lingers in her mind. Um, Just that fear of ever hearing those words again. And so it's kind of getting to that place. Maybe you can't get her to go see a doctor, but maybe you could get her to read a book um, or to like go to therapy or to talk to somebody so that she can kind of release those fears because she's fearful right now. Um, So maybe that's, that's an angle that you haven't tried. I agree. That's a really good suggestion. Like, I really like that release those fears. Like, before – you're right, Sasha. It's not a one-step thing. Before she goes to the doctor, she has to address what is preventing her mm-hmm. from going to the doctor, and that is fear. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be a book that's like, go to the doctor. You're sick. It it should just be something general about Confronting fear. Confronting your fears. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Some Deepak Chopra shit that she will ingest and maybe learn something from and then have the courage to go to the doctor. Fuck. And then if that doesn't happen and, like, she's starting to actually get sick, I mean, I would go – I would be aggro enough to um, contact one of the doctors at her work. I would go – I would totally go that route because I'm that psycho that I would do that. If With I, your mom. Yes. If yeah. I felt like she was if, – if she was actually, like, really sick, like I was noticing actual symptoms. Yeah. I – fuck yeah. Wouldn't you? If I was noticing symptoms, yes. but she doesn't mention we're here no, no, right I know. now, I'm just and saying that's the that thing, yeah. If down the line yeah. there are some symptoms. There's also something, like, the moment that she said that her mom works in a, a doctor's office, there's also something to be said about, like, when you work in those places and you see day in and day out, like, the worst things yeah. or the those kinds of stories, it almost makes you more afraid. Like, oh, yeah. I, you don't want to be in there either. Like, yeah. it's so, there's a bubble that she's creating around herself. Mm -hmm. Um, But I get it. I understand. Like this, for our reader, this also comes from a really good place, right? You care about your mother and you want as many years with your mother as you can have. Um, So totally, like total sympathy here. I just don't think that, yeah, forcing your way through is going to be the answer, as you have said. Mm -hmm. So maybe something creative like that. Um, I think that's the best. I think that's the best option. If you haven't tried that, try that. And then let us know. Or how like, that goes. A, like one of those movies. Or watch Dr. Phil. Or no, no, or, or, advice or, Dr. no uh, not Dr. Phil, <laughs> but joking. like one of the movies where um, 
you oh, people God. like have to say goodbye to each other or mother daughter movies. What's that like Julia Roberts movie that fucking I want to like, um, jump through a fucking plate glass window. It makes me so sad. What was it about? Uh, it's like her mom's dying of fucking cancer. Julia Roberts. Julia mom? Roberts is in it. Let me or is it, it stepmom? It's called step. Is it step stepmom? Mom? Like with Susan Sarandon, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's a good one. And there's kids, and they at one point they dance to "Ain't No Mountain," yes. "Ain't No Mountain High Enough." Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. And then there's one with I think Meryl Streep and Renee Zellweger. Stand oh by where I, when I while I look this up. Okay. Um, one true thing. So. Kate, Meryl Streep, the undervalued matriarch of the Golden family, is diagnosed with cancer. Daughter and journalist Ellen returns from New York to care for her mother. Okay. I mean, oh, like, listen, like really we're, hard. We're, 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 like, I don't know if that was sensitive because obviously I don't want to be preying on your fears, but if you do maybe want a breakthrough to your mom, maybe sitting through a movie like that might get to the place where you can say to her, hey, like, you're so healthy right now. Let's not have that ever happen. Yeah. Oh God, that we're trying so to much. be creative. We're yeah. trying to be creative. So yeah. sorry if this is like this is giving me lots of anxiety. <laughs> we're but trying. Yes. Yeah. So Dr. Phil, no, or the or the, the book, the Julia or the book or the Julia Roberts Susan Sarandon movie yeah. or the Meryl Streep um, Renee Zellweger movie, which is like probably mega sad. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. Last question. Last question. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. I would like your opinion on my current situation. I'd been with Ed for eight years on and off. I adore him. We grew up together, but I'm okay with us not ending up together. I am not what he wants, and I would never allow myself to end up with someone with so many issues or being his sloppy seconds officially just because I hold him when he is throwing up with all the drugs from the night before. Okay. With that being said, my so-called best friend, Leonor, Leonor, who was always third wheeling with us, became really, really close with him. The kind, oh, the kind he takes to her manicure close while I was coming to terms with the relationship being over. She claims she is not fucking him. Of course I know she is lying. There was a vacation trip. She didn't invite me. He was part of the group. What bothered me is that she invited my damn little sis. They started to hang out more and more with him as my relationship was vanishing. My sis accepted, and then they uninvited her, which rubbed me off completely. Did she want me to find out about the trip or what? S hasn't called or texted ever since, which is about a month. Who's S? Is this her? Maybe this is the guy? I. Okay, but I thought that was Ed. Okay. <laughs> S hasn't called or texted ever since, which is about a month. She just has tagged me in several Facebook posts. Oh, I don't S is the friend. No, Leonore was the girl. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. okay. Um, Let's keep she, on following the puck. She, uh-huh. just ta- she just tagged me in several Facebook posts. I don't respond. She's 26 and is that kind of idiot. I like to talk things straight up. I pretend with people like I don't care and completely ignore the situation and them, but I don't know if I am doing the right thing. We were really close, but I feel she has shown me her true colors. I feel embarrassed because I used to confide completely in her and my relationship with him. What kind of mindset would you use in this? What would you do, Jay? Okay, run, so run. So what Jay has been with Ed for eight years, on and off, and she adores him, and and they grew up together. But she doesn't think that they're the one, and she's okay with that. Yes, but she's okay with them not ending up together. And but then he's best- got some issues. He throws up some drugs. Her best friend's fucking him. Her best friend's fucking him. 
And then the two of them went on a vacation. Without her. Without her in a big group. And her sister may have or may not have been invited, but didn't go. I'm only laughing because this is so fucking janked. Okay. I, but at the same time, like, wow. I, like, How does that is, happen all to one fucking is, person in a relationship? Anyway, I think, okay, so in and around the age of 26, this is why. Please, I feel like if I, when I, if there was Facebook no. or whatever, when I was 23, what, 23, right, like 20, no, let's say 18, right up to the time I met Yasik, like this would be my life. No, that wouldn't be your life. You wouldn't be with Yasik for eight years not knowing if you're going to be with him. Oh, no, 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 I wouldn't be with Yasik. Sure, I would be I'm fucking I'm just saying him. I would be like, I would know this, this kind of drama. Yes. Like it would, yeah, for sure. Like I worked in a call center and when… Memo mail, it was called memo mail at the time. So pre, like just before email. And there was already all kinds of fucking drama like in the office about people sending someone a memo mail and like miss sending it to somebody else they were fucking in the office. And then fights about like, I know that what this kind of drama is. This This is like super dramatic. It's all kinds of drama. It's it's terrible, but it happens and I recognize it. I, I, okay. That's great that you recognize it. I, hope that our writer recognizes how fucked up this situation is and what the who cares cut your losses if you don't even want to be with this dude then why are you even entangling yourself any further like no no this guy your best friend sounds like a shady fucking prick like everyone is not good in this inner circle of yours so I would get to step in and fucking leave them all, find new friends, find a fucking, start dating some n- more legit dudes and call it a fucking day. I I mean, I can understand where she's at in her head where you think someone's your friend and like you're kind of halfway out the door on a relationship. You know how like that last, it's hard when you're lingering in a relationship and you know it's not right, but you just haven't been pushed right out the door yet. And then there are feelings of betrayal and nostalgia involved in here. I get it. I don't like. I get why she's torn. I understand. But, but torn about what? What are you torn about? Well, your best friend is fucking your eight-year boyfriend. Like that sucks. Yeah, that and sucks so much that you have to like get a fucking clue and know that everything around you is really toxic. Get to that point, which I feel like she's at. And remove yourself from… I don't think she's at that. She just wants to vent right now. She wants to punch them both in the face. She wants to fucking catch them. She wants to like yell at them. Like when you're in that anger, you're not ready to be like, peace out. You know, when you're in that anger… I think in that… Especially in that anger is the time that you like clean your hands off and be like, I got to back away from this. This is like not good for my sanity. Like, yeah, says the mature person. But well, when so you're you in your to, 20s, but you have like, to be mature then. You have to, then you just have to grow the fuck up. Fuck no. I want this to turn no, into a reality TV yes, of show. Of course you do, because you are a selfish <laughs> dick face. But this person, I don't care how old you are, you have self respect. Um, you, you have to have self respect at 23 years old. It doesn't matter how, you just have to fucking have self respect all the time. And if someone, if you're around these sorts of people, then you need to remove your – like, it's just as simple as that. It'll be painful. I'm not saying you're going to walk away from it and be like, oh, that's great, but you just have to do it. That is the right answer. It's the that only answer. The, that is – well, yes, that is the correct and mature thing to do is to walk away, as Sasha says, 
cut your losses, understand that these are two toxic presences in your life. And even if you're a little lonely for a while with like no friends and no dick, at least you're not being disrespected and you have a whole future to look out for. That is the right answer. I I would entertain the wrong answer. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Which the wrong the wrong around. answer is obviously to kick up the drama to another level. You know what's happening. There's all this Facebook happening. She's liking these posts, blah, 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 blah. You know, you can start some Facebook fucking drama no, for yourself. No, that gonna, is the wrong I'm, answer. Yes. That is the wrong answer. I'm not even going to let you go further into this like <laughs> plot line, the storyline that I know you want to weave right now. No. <laughs> No, don't say that. I'm saying, hey, I have said that that is not the right, right thing answer. to do. Yeah. The right thing to do is what Sasha said. I'm just saying that in this no, moment sh- of drama. No, there. <laughs> there. Leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> if you do get dramatic, though, can we have a follow-up? No. Again, don't give that as an option. Okay, be mature. Don't be, be mature. dramatic. Walk away. Uh, consider your future dignity. Exactly. Yes. The end. Great. <laughs> That's it, right? Yeah, you can speak anymore. Um, keep your questions coming to Sasha at laneygossip.com. And if you are the person who's um, worried about that big dick, can you please, like, we're begging you, we need a follow up. Yeah, pictures of dong. N- maybe, well, I don't know about pictures, but like, I mean, remember we talked about fist, a number of fists, or check com- out. Check out Lainey's Instagram. Look at the Jumbotron <laughs> tampon that she puts up and let us know in and about that. Is it two of those side by side? Is it three? Is it four? Right? Yeah. Like, no, it, that's a really good. Yeah, yeah. we again girth and length. Really anyway, <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening and check us out on iTunes and Google Play and leave comments and thank you so much for your support. Bye. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 